What is up, Prackies? It's Liam D. Elysiums here in Newstead, Brisbane, for another episode of Ask Pracky Anything. It's very windy today. Hopefully, that doesn't get too much on the mic, <laughs> but we shall see. So, onwards with the first question of the day. What do I do if I feel like I'm experiencing workplace bullying on Prac? First question comes in from a YouTube comment from Miss Courtney Hazeldine from last week's video. So thank you so much, Courtney, for getting in touch with Pracky and for asking this question. It's a really important one, and I think our viewers will get a lot of benefit from it. Basically, she asked what to do in the case of workplace bullying when you, when you clash really hard with your mentor teacher and things are getting out of hand what to do in that situation. It's a really thing, important thing to go over. We talked about this a bit um, in one of our last practice in our nightmare practice, but it was really more to do with pedagogical difference. So what happens if it's getting unprofessional? I think the key to this is communication in two ways. The first way is make sure that you take it out of your hands and don't put the weight on your shoulders and chuck it over to university and make sure that they're doing their job properly. The university supervisors when I started uni was more send me your reports and that's it, whereas now they're getting more and more pastoral care kind of roles in terms of your pre-service teacher experience. So I think send the ball back to their court and make sure that they do a lot of work for you and make sure that you know what they can do for you in the circumstance that something like this happens. Because then what usually happens is they send out a representative, they observe you and they can basically chuck a line or put a line through that prac and say, yeah, I saw them, it was all good. So make sure you keep in contact with uni. The second way of communication I'm talking about is making sure to avoid this getting to this stage is to get uh, open communications with your teacher. Make sure you set expectations, not only for what they expect from you, but from also what you want to get from PRAC as well. Because if you have those lines set out, then you know when you're crossing them or when they're crossing them as well. Whereas if you kind of go, yeah, I want to do well, and you, you and your mental teacher have different ideas of what that is, that can easily lead to those two, two uh, type of circumstances. So keep key is communication with your university and also with the school that you're going to. So I hope that helps, Courtney. Um, if you're having problems like this, please feel free to get into contact with Pracky, not only me, but also some of our senior teacher experts on board and we'll be more than happy to help you out and give you some advice because we need teachers to stick in How do I find my own unique strengths as a teacher? Second question comes from a DM from Instagram that basically asked, um, how do I find my strength as a teacher? This particular person was quite small and such, so shall we say, and didn't want to be, and maybe her mentor teachers was like a six foot two guy, and obviously they can't see those strengths. I can come from a similar vein because my first prac teacher was like a mum to her students. She was a real mother ducky. Wherever she went, the little ducklings followed her around and she was really kind of pastoral care, really got in with that relationship with the kids in that way. Whereas myself, if I tried to copy her tactics, it probably wouldn't be very appropriate or I wouldn't at least get as much out of it as she would. So I had to play to my different strengths. 
The key to this is not trying to be your mentor teacher. The key of their mentor teacher is to get you to find your own sense of what you are as a teacher. It's not to copy them exactly. So I wouldn't want to try and copy her mother duck and end in the same vein. I wouldn't want this person that DM'd us on Instagram to try and copy a six foot two guy if she's not that. Because kids are very good. They're like, they can sniff out if you're genuine or not. And if you're trying to be someone else, you're trying to put on a mask, you're inconsistent, the kids don't know what's going on and um, they don't get as much out of the class as they possibly could. So as cliche as it sounds, you really need to be yourself <laughs> and find exactly what works for you. And the closer that you can get to being yourself inside the classroom and outside the classroom, the more genuine the students will find you and the more respect they'll give to you. If you're naturally a quite passive person and you come in screaming and shouting, It'll put a strain on you because you obviously won't like being like that. Kids will see through it and they'll quickly, it quickly won't work. So I think stick to your guns and be genuine. And that comes with time as well, it comes with experience. You'll get nervous and like, I, I had like a tick at the very beginning when on my prac when I said, hmm, interesting after every answer and I actually went to the students' notebooks and they were keeping a tally for every time I said that. They had an interesting tally, so that was, it hurts, but, and it, you are gonna be nervous, but eventually you do get into a groove. So I think trust the process, trust the time, trust in yourself, and know that you are a genuinely good teacher, and eventually it will come, but there's gonna be some awkward beginnings, but it'll come with time. How do I pack the perfect lunch? Third question comes from Instagram as well, and we're going really deep on Instagram, so I'll chuck up our handle at the bottom here. Make sure you give us a follow. We cut up all the clips. We put up extra clips earlier as well. So check out our Instagram, give us a follow with that. The, th the question actually was, how do I pack a perfect lunch? Um, may seem small, but it is quite a big thing because I know on my pracs, sometimes that lunch bell was a real solace, a real saving grace. Sometimes you have a really crappy class and you've planned it all night and then you execute it and it doesn't work. And you just need to kind of clinch, take a few minutes to regain composure and then go back and face it all over again. And if you've got a crappy lunch, it doesn't help that as much as possible. The thing that I found is really good is tea bags because who knows what the staff room have. I like Earl Grey, no one has Earl Grey. So my first few weeks, I didn't get that kind of, I don't know, it's like a comfort thing, having like a warm drink with you, even in like a little, what are those things called? Thermos, having a little thermos into the classroom. It's kind of like a, like a hug from mum or, or something like that. So if you have like an Earl Grey or bring in your own tea bag, sugar, milk, I think that's the key, whatever your preference is, because then you know it's a little something from home that you've kept in. Also, I think getting your lunch made by a loved one is quite nice as well because they know your little ticks, they know what you might like and it's almost like a little surprise. If you pack in like a sad soggy sandwich from the night before yourself and then you see that soggy sandwich looking back up at you lunchtime the next day, it's really depressing. But if they pack in like little snacks or little treats or little letters saying like good luck today it just it just brightens it up and it keeps your hopes up for the rest of the day so make sure they have the drinks the warm drinks that you have whether that be coffee or tea bring your own sugar and get it packed by a loved one i think if you can if not i don't know 
knock yourself out and forget what you, what you packed and then it'll be a surprise again. But uh, that'd be my advice for you for that one as well. Thanks so much for watching. It's Liam D. Lissiums here for another episode of Ask Cracky Anything. Question for you before you go, before you click away. My hair's horrible. I'm being told by our camera person from the wind. Question for you is when you were a kid back at school and you opened up your lunchbox, what was your favorite thing that your mum or dad packed you? What was your favorite little lunchable? Mine was probably, I liked those Yogos. You know the Yogos where it was like half M&Ms, half Yogo? Those are pretty good. I like those. Or, or Choc Chip Tiny Teddies. Yes, I'm a traditional person. <laughs> With, um, with my lunches. But what was yours? Roll-ups were pretty good as well. The cool kids had those long ones. You know, they were like rolled up rather than like, like kind of like the hubba bubba things. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, after that down in the comments, make sure you get into contact with us, ask your questions, get some uh, engagement from the audience, whether that be on YouTube down below or Instagram. My name is Liam D'Alessio, you're watching Pracky, an online resource made by teachers for teachers. Thanks so much for watching and I'll see you next week.